It's the entire Thank you. Okay. I did mention last time when I spoke at Pesach uh, about the, how the, this koilel really transformed North Miami Beach. I grew up here as a little kid, but actually the last time I was here has been Islam. So again, now I get to experience uh, the koilel in, in kol, with all its koichas, seeing the, the younger children come in and the adults so I'm learning here during the day, so my brachas the should continue to to be a futsu, chutza, and could truly create a, a true makam terror in this great place in North Miami Beach. We have Torah this week's parsha, Yeshayahu Hanavi. After seeing the Merkava, after seeing the Srofim, to seeing the Oifanim saying Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Zakhtar Ishayahu Anavi Vi Oimer Oi Li Kininmesi. Woe is to me, Kinidmesi. Zakht Rashi. What does it mean, Kinidmesi? Harini Mace. Shulaisi Kadai Shere Preashrina. I'm going to die. Because I was not at the level. To have seen the Shekhinah. Kinidmesi, the Rashi says, Vaiter, as it quotes a Pasuk in Safania, Kinidma Ko'am Kanan, which means Nidma, meaning Kares, cut off. The Magi Midubna says an alternate Pshat. Zakti Magi Midubna, what does it mean, Kinidmesi, Nilashin Dimayun, from an illusory world? The Magni Dubna says that Yeshayahu said that when he saw the Merkava, when he saw the Shechina, when he saw the Shechina, he says, Oi, Nili, woe is to me. Because I lived in an illusory world. I lived in Oilam Adimyon. When he saw the, the Srofim and the Oifanim saying, Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. He says, I have a Tomadik of a tongue. Who am I? And the and the Magi Midubna gives the Gavaldik Moshal to expound and elucidate on this. Says the Magi Midubna, there was once a Chacham, a wise man, so to speak, of a Kleiner Shtetl, of a small town. And this Chacham, so to speak, was given a lot of COVID wherever he went. This is the Chacham. And what did this Chacham know? He knew when to say Yalav Yavo. He knew that what you do on a yard site, you say Kaddish. And he was the Chacham of this town. But when he went one time to the, the big city of Vilna, to the Makam Torah of Vilna, this, so to speak, Chacham realized to himself, Oily Kinidmesi, I thought I was a Chacham, but I don't even read Mishnah or Gemara, let alone something deeper than that. And says the Magimi Dubna, just like Yeshayahu went up to the Merkava, and just like the Schacham goes to Vilna. Many of us, we live, says the Magimi Dubna, in an illusory world in Oilam Adinyoin. We look at ourselves as alt is good. We're perfect, we're fine. But really, at some level, the goal is to leave that Oilam Adinyoin, says the Magimi Dubna. 
This week's parsha, parsha's Yisro, the Hakdama, the Hakdama to Kabbalah's Hatayra is the sugi of Yisro. It's the story of Yisro. The Miram Ashkiach, Miruchem Lavavitz, when he touches up Yisro, says the following thing: Yisro Ager goes ahead and gives Meishu Rabbeinu Rabban Shal Yisrael the greatest person to ever live in this world, the greatest person to ever live in this world, he gives him advice. He gives him a suggestion which Maishu Rabbeinu accepts. And Rabbi Rucham says, Dulasho shal Yisrael, hayab begoidol koyach habikoreshalo. He was able to be his godless. He was able to be critically analytical. Ger shabaze achshav. He comes right away, a ger. He's able to go ahead and criticize and suggest to Rabban Shal Yisrael to Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rabbi Rucham then says that this was the essence of Yisrael. This ability to be self-critical. So Rabbi Rucham says, you know what? That the, being critical has a mila, but it's a fine line between being a critic, a constructive criticism, and being a kvetch. Between a fine line between a constructive critic and being the person that everybody wants to avoid. And at Yisro, the starting point of this all was his ability to have self-criticism. His whole life, says Rabbi Rucham, was one of going, looking into himself first. He had served every Avada Zara under the sun, and then looking into himself to see how he could work on himself. And then Rucham says, The ability to, have, to look into oneself is tremendously great. Who are Pesach, it is the door, it is the opening, to understanding what is true and not what is not dimuing. It's, it starts with what the, our essence is until how a person can be a Sholem. And he, he says a lot of the whole Torah, the essence of Torah, it, it doesn't spare anyone from Bikurus. And then Hebrew comes says, Bikurus who koyach nifla, through Bikurus, through being self critical. That's how a person comes to greatness. Avakoyedum kol alav. Before being critical of others, Tzorich levakres atzmai. Ki az yivchen v'teilek nivakesh emes. If a person could be critical about themselves, then they can help others. Even Rabbin shall call you so Maishu Rabbeinu. We saw Salanter, whose yard site, whose 139th yard site, this is coming week, Chafei Shvat. So we saw Salanter who looked at a world and said, how am I going to fix the world? And started the Muslim movement. One of the greatest parts of this Muslim movement was the ability for a person to learn Musr and look at themselves. You know, Revolba in Ali Shua writes that you should never learn Musr b'chavrusa. So now learn Musr b'chavrusa. Because really, you're talking to yourself. When you learn Musr b'chavrusa, you're talking like a third person. It's, it's, it's theoretical. You know, you have a karusa and you're discussing 
somebody else, some, some, some other person. But when a person is really learning Musa, they're talking to themselves. They're looking at themselves. And that was the goal of Yisrael Salanter. And when you talk about what Musa, understanding what Musa is, how it gets a person out of the Olam Adimuin, out of a false world. A person, the Talmidim of Yisrael Salanter, ultimately used to say the following thing. He said, people pay a sacht guilt, a lot of money for doctors. Why? Because if there's any physical ailments, if they're abyssal crunk, a little bit sick, they want to get better. He's a person understands that somebody's going to give them an understanding for the Ruchnius, which is the Oilam Oilamin, forever. How much they should look and appreciate a person who gives them a pointer. You know, Rabbi Ruchan points out that people. They can criticize the entire world. It's very hard to look for criticism for themselves. The same people who could criticize and criticize and even blame. They blame their parents, they blame their teachers, they blame their schools, their neighbors, their rabbis, everyone. They never want to hear criticism about themselves. Mucham says a person understands what it means to have a, 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 a deher. Uh, to, uh, that, the benefit of it. I'm looking at a Hirschman Shlita who told my son about, about Yehishme Rabba. So can you imagine if he can improve his Yehishme Rabba for the rest of his life? What that would mean? What that can do? You know, another Rabbi Noach Weinberg Zatzal, who was a Talmud of a Futner, states from the, from the greatest Talmud of Slabarka. So Rabbi Noach Weinberg used to say, if you had a, a, a wallet, with a hole, and money's falling out of the wallets, and somebody points out to you, oh, by the way, your wallet has a hole. You wouldn't say thank you. You wouldn't be appreciative. A person has a hole in their neshama, a hole in their ruchnius, he used to point out. And somebody gives you a pointer, a shakoyach, a thank you. They're giving you the biggest gift in the world. That's all he used to always say of Noah Weinberg. He said, people today, in any big fo- fo- Fortune 500 company, I was a Rav in Silicon Valley for 13 years, I used to see the, uh, from guys that came in. So a lot of them were coming in for do tech. But some of these guys had consulting companies. They always had a chaloyim. They really had a chaloyim to, to service Google or Apple or any of these big companies. But the truth is, all of them, the greatest companies in the world, right? Apple is a $2 billion company, $2 trillion, excuse me, dollar company. They all have consultants. And not only do they have consultants, they have internal consultants, external consultants. Why don't they just say we're the best? Because if you want to be better, you need to be able to hear other ideas and to look to be better. That's what we know. In the Oilam HaGashmi, people are looking for consultants. In the Oilam HaRuchani, how much more so? Abiruchim himself, talking about a so person who, who not only was the mashkiach for some of the G'dayli Torah that built America, but Rabbi Rucham himself was a person who, 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 who did what he said. Rabbi Rucham and Yaakov Kamenetsky said over many times that when he was a bacher in Slabodka, Rabbi Rucham came to visit his Rebbe, the altar in Slabodka, and Rabbi, for a few days, the altar in Slabodka closed the door and was giving Rabbi Rucham musr. And Rabbi Yaakov said that the screams 
He was one of the things that Rebbe said he heard is that Rebbe Rucham, the altar scheme that Rebbe Rucham, says you're making Cossacks. You're teaching the whole mirror just to copy you and to emulate you. You're not teaching them to be original. And he's screaming at him. And Rabbi Yaakov said that if a bacher, Rabbi Yaakov said this 50 plus years ago, that if a bacher today would hear the screams for days that the altar gave to Rabbi Rucham, they'd be off the derech. Today they'd be blogging. They'd be blogging today about the evil Gedolim and the rabbis. They're abusive. Who knows what they'd say today. But Rabbi Rucham went to hear this. He went to hear it by his rebel. Can you imagine Rabbi Rucham was, when Rabbi Rucham came to the mirror, I watched Rabbi Gershavel say this. When Rabbi Rucham came to the mirror, nobody wanted Rabbi Rucham. Okay? Nobody, no yeshiva wanted Rabbi Rucham. You know why? Because he had, they had to push him out a little bit out of Radin. Because even though everyone knew the Chavetz Chaim was the God of Ador, Rabbi Rucham was so charismatic. He was so, you know, he was so chashiv in certain ways. And it was his charisma and his godless that the Bachram were looking to Rabbi Rucham. And so, which yeshiva is going to want to Rabbi Rucham? And the day he walks in, the Rosh Yeshiva is most likely going to be the second person fiddle on the yeshiva. Who, who took him a laser yudal? God, a laser yudal. I heard this from Beryl Gershon also. He had a laser yudal. The first week Rabbi Rucham came, gave, asked Rabbi Rucham to make Kiddush. That's the godless. That's how Rabbi laser yudal built yeshivas. He's a godo shabagadaylam. But Rucham, who walked around the mirror, my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Zalag Epstein Zatzal, was a Talmud Muvuk of Rabbi Rucham. When they talked about Rabbi Rucham, they, you know, Rabbi Malinis, they literally licked the dust of his feet. And yet he would go to his Rebbe, the altar, Mislabadka, to be screamed at for days. That's how you become a Rabbi Rucham. You know, two of the greatest mashkichim after the Mochama, on anyone's list, was Rav Dessler and Rav Chatzkel, Levenstein. And Rav Chatzkel and Rav Dessler, of course, had chiluke ideas on how you should be a mashkiach. Rav Dessler had this mahalach of in-depth machshava to give the galus of Torah and people to uplift the people that way. And Rav Chatzkel was the old-time fire and brimstone mashkiach. So Rav Chatzkel was once in B'nai Brak. Was once in B'nai Brak. And he saw Rav Dessler in the streets and they were both Talmidim of Kaum. And Rav Chatzkel said to Rav Dessler, I have to give you a Dvar Musr. So in the middle of the streets of B'nai Brak, Rav Dessler goes like this. This was how in Kaum they would do it. Like this, mamish like this. To listen to Rav Chatzkel had to say. And for 20 minutes or so, Rav Chatzkel started to tell Rav Dessler, you're not teaching Musr, you're teaching Machshavah. You're not teaching them, you're not crafting them. And Rav Dessler the whole time is sitting there listening. The amazing thing is, Rev Dessler, after 20 minutes, after Vchatzko is done, picks up his head, says, Thank you very much. I totally disagree. <laughs> and we're not always there. But he was open to hear it. He listened to Rav Chatzko. He wanted to say, Ulai the Efsher. There's something I can work on. That's what it means that a person looks. To looks to hear that was where that's how Rabbi Yisrael taught his students. There's a second Yisoid of, of that, that we learned from Yisrael in this. The, 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 the Imre Emes was once in a a a, a Rabbanim in in Warsaw, in Warsaw, and they were discussing the burning issues of those days. And in the Bizman Imre Emes, the Gerebba, there were a lot of burning issues. 
And there was one Rav who was introducing some of the topics. And this Rav, when he would introduce some of these topics, was doing it in an accusatory tone, in a condescending tone, acerbic. And then when certain suggestions would come up, he would be dismissive of it, any potential idea. And finally, the Imri Emes, the Gerab had enough. And he said to this Rav, let me ask you a question. When you learn Parshas Yisroi, the Rashi tells us in the beginning of the Parsha that Yeser, what was Yeser? Al-Shem Yeser Parsha Achas B'Torah. That, 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 that Yisro added a Parsha for the Torah. And where does Rashi quote from? V'ata Techezeh, Pasuk of Aleph. Frech the Imriyamis. Ask the Imriyamis to this Rav. Let me ask you a question. Why is it that Yisro is given credit from Pasuk of Aleph? Ba'ata Techezeh, the conversation from Yisro and Moshe Rabbeinu is going on for five psukim already. Why does Rashi choose V'ata Techezeh? And the Imriyam said the following thing, that it's very easy to point out problems. It's very easy to be cynical of all ideas and all suggestions. Godless greatness, real, real ability to criticize is to give solutions. It's not only to be able to point things out. You know, today, in any yeshiva, there's always the cynic. Whatever, sounds more than more usually. Something comes up, and the guy, what the stupidest, the craziest idea. No, the godless is to be able to be, go, go to have solutions. You know, the the Imre, the, the, the used to always say this Imre Emes over. But he didn't say this. There's another Mice that's very similar. Ramir Shapiro was a, was a contemporary of the Imre Emes. The Mir Shapiro, when he built Yeshiva Schachmei Lublin, took him years, years of fundraising, years of collecting money for it. And Ramir Shapiro, when he built it, somebody came to him and a few people actually had a, had a taina. There was all the money that he spent in building Yeshiva Schachman Leblin. He could have supported the poor of Poland. So Ramir Shapiro looked at this person. He said, my friend, right now there are Jewish youth all around Poland who are going off the derech, who are attracted to communism, to the boom, to socialism, to Zionism, to every kind of ism in the world. Chutz I built a yeshiva to give covet HaTorah that every boy in Poland should strive to go here. And if you don't go there, you should look at Torah as great. He says, one thing I know is that when, a sh- when Shammai might come up after 120 years, they're going to ask me, what did you do for your generation? What did you do for all of these children? I'll have an answer. What are you doing? He said to them. You can point out all the problems. What are you doing about it? How are you offering solutions? Ramayisha Sher, that's Maisa with Imre Emes, used to love that Maisa. He used to say that advice or criticism without solutions is worthless. He used to actually, in jest, say from Davening, it says, First, have a plan to do. Then, then start opening your mouth to criticize. And... Because he said that ultimately there's a, not, there's a fine line between a person who can give constructive criticism with solutions and a kvetch. Because a kvetch is a person who just complains and complains and complains. 
And, th- and as the Seder Bereshis will continue, what do we see? That, what's the Lashon HaPasach? Vayiloinu. Vayiloinu, over and over, that Lashon of Vayilonu comes up again and again. Vayilonu is a person or a nation or a people that kvetch. Why, why is this the problem? Why are we living to this? This is so stupid. This is so dumb. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu do this? Why did it have to happen this way? That's Vayiloinu. That's not Bikoiris. That's Vayiloinu. And the Chavetz Chaim Rada, when he talks about Vayiloinu, he says actually Nirgonus, pervasive negativity, is the biggest reason to be a Baal Lashen Hara. Of Chatzkel himself says Nirgonus being a Kvetch, being a person who has Nirgonus, is how the Mechet HaMaraglam happened. Even Ezra and Rashi, actually, when they say, it's it means it happens when a person is not calibrated, and they're not thought out, as opposed to Bikuris, as opposed to a person who's looking to understand themselves to be self-critical. You know, Rishol Salanter, just going back, you know, his godless, his greatness, when he said to learn Musr, when he said how a person should strive to be a, 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 a gadol, he said you should learn Musr with a goal to fix. And you should learn Musr with an optimism that you could change and you could fix. With an optimism that you could change and you could fix. You know, Rizal didn't say this, but it's throughout Ori Yisrael and through all his, his Tamina's writings. Really, really, it's in the Jewish DNA to have to be have the, be curious to be a critic, but it's also it's in the Jewish d- DNA to be an optimist to go ahead and look that I could fix and I can do it. Bedrutzizamin when a person has both of them together, that's how they get out of an oylem hadimion to whatever level that we're in. That's how a person grows in this world. You know, it's partial Yisro as I mentioned, and Yisro really is a dogma for us all. At all levels, we're supposed to be like Yisro to look at a world. And say, how could I be better? <laughs> how how could I look to be to be greater? And as Abiruchim pointed out, there's two Yisraelis. That when a person when a person this is the Yisrael of Musr as well. When a person looks to be self-critical, then they can truly be helpful to other people as well. When they, when they when they're really looking, they appreciate. As the altar Mikalim pointed out, that when if somebody consults you or you consult yourself. You're an usher for doing it. But not only that, when a person looks for solutions and positivity and is optimistic that they can do it, they're not, not only not Vayiloinu, those are the builders of Kla Yisrael. Those are the builders of themselves. That's why Parshish Yisrael perhaps is the prelude, is the Akdama to all Kabbalah Satara. Good job, Thank you.